Hello, this is Kev, and welcome to the Life Success Engineer Podcast. This podcast is all about taking massive action in your life and business. Having the grit, the tenacity, the vision, the courage to take life on and achieve your goals. And also, in business, building a business of scale, automation, and systems. This podcast will share with you the strategies for you to take massive action on. Let's go. Giving up control in your business is one of the most challenging hurdles that you have to overcome as a business owner. You may feel like other people can't do it as good as you. They can't do tasks as accurately as you. You may feel the need to to look over people and go, are they doing that right? Or I'll just do it. Or what if they fail in some way? What if it causes some type of disaster in the business where we lose money, we lose time, we lose resources? What if we lose customers? And there's many reasons why we feel like we can't give up control. But what I want to do in this video is I want to share with you some tips that can allow you to build confidence, to build your business from a foundational point of view, to give you the confidence to one, Know that the tasks that you are going to delegate to somebody are going to be done, but also give the 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 person that you're hiring, whether it's a virtual assistant, an employee, giving them all the tools that they need to do the tasks right first time. Because a lot of the times what happens is employment, it doesn't it doesn't go right, problems occur. And it's simply due down to the lack of training, the lack of onboarding, the lack of information, the lack of confidence in the ability. And a lot of the time, it comes down to you as the business owner. It is your responsibility because people cannot read your minds. So I'm going to share with you lots of different tips in this. I'm going to go through three things that I want to share with you that can help you. My name is Kev here from LifeSuccessEngineer.com. And since 2015... I've been building my online business. I've hired assistants, virtual assistants. My team, they they work from around the world, from the Philippines, from India. We have a physical team in the warehouse that they're responsible. They have the ownership, making sure that our operations in the warehouse get done first time, every time. We have relationships with customers where it's not me just in communication with customers at all times. And I've been able to do this by having this philosophy, by having this principle, by me wanting to empower people in my team, okay? And it all starts right here. It starts with what we call the business organizational chart, okay? And this is going to give you the foundation for you to understand what you're trying to outsource and give control over in the first place, right? So let me give you this example. This is um, just a structure of a business that I personally built in, in my first business, our Amazon business, okay? And the first thing you need to do, no matter what business you're running right now, you need to think of your business in different stages, okay? Your business needs to have different stages because you are developing the roles yourself. You are the business owner. Nobody's going to come in and say, you need to have this role. You need to come up with that. You need to use your creativity, 
Because you're, you're, at this moment in time, you're using, you've got all the hats on, you are everybody in your business, you are the, the legal manager, the financial manager, you are the operations manager, you are the, the person picking up the phone calls, you are the person uh, sending the emails, and you, you're, you're everything, I get that. But what you want to do is see you right now, you're the business, fast forward a period of time, what does your business look like if you had all your employees in place? And this is what this is. It's a business organizational chart. So what I did, I split up our business from a sourcing team, our reviewing and purchasing teams, to our warehouse. And I knew that in our warehouse, we would need processes and we would need technicians that would be able to talk to customers or be able to go into our account and, and deal with maybe potential problems. And then we need some type of hierarchy, some management, whether that's team leaders, whether that is a COO, whether that's a financial manager. This is being developed because I developed it. This is something that I made up. So you as a business owner, before you even get hiring anybody, before you even start to give up control of somebody, for somebody, you need to develop your organizational chart, which gives them an indication of where they actually fit in in your business. Does that make sense? Because people are not mind readers. You need to develop this so you go, okay, you're a part of my sourcing team. And this is where your position, the uh, ownership that you have, the, the power that you have, the responsibilities that you have, they fit into the business here. And then a part of the bigger picture, we need to make sure that we, we're very efficient in your role here. Okay, so that's the business organizational chart. It then goes into the staff roles and objectives. So for every position that you've got in the organizational chart, you're going to want to develop some roles and objectives. And these are the key parts of this. The manager, that particular role that you're hiring for, who is their manager? Who is their port of call? Who's their team leader? Who is the, the person that they're actually reporting to? The main role. You need to share with them what their main role is. Your responsibility as a team manager is the operations performance of this. As a team leader, your uh, roles and responsibilities is, this is your role. This is what you are responsible for. Okay, you need to be really, really clear about this. Um, so they know when you're hiring them, when you're actually creating the, the job advertisement to hire somebody to give up that control, you, you, they, they know what they're walking into. They know where they fit in the business and they know what their roles and objectives are. And then the key performance indicator is a, an indication. This is a number indication which tells them and you if they're doing a good job or not. Okay, it's very, very, very important that they know when they are doing a good job because it's no good you getting to the end of the month and saying that you've done a terrible job because they should already know whether they're doing a good job or not through the KPIs that you set. So for in this example, 10 products submitted per day. If, for example, that person, that employee, my team member does not submit 10 products in the day and they submit 20, they already know. They don't need me to tell them they've done a good job. They already know they've done a fantastic job because they've done double their rota. If you've got a sales team and you're making phone calls or if you've got a marketing team and you're trying to get more relation, more uh, customers or you're trying to reach different markets, you, you want to think about KPIs that would allow them and you very clearly to see whether it's good or bad. So 10 products per day, if they submit five, they already know it's a not a good day. If they submit 15, they know it's a good day, okay? And then 
for them to be able to achieve that level of accuracy, that level of success in that specific role, you're going to have to come up with some competence requirements. So this is where you as the business owner, you're responsible to make sure that the person that you hire has been trained adequately enough to know that they can do the task that you're asking for in the first place. Because it's unfair for you to, um, it's unfair for you to expect a specific outcome from somebody who's maybe never been trained, that don't know what the tools are, what the resources they need, the access information that they need. So it's very important that you take the time to come up with the competence requirement so you know, okay, as I'm onboarding you and as you're doing your interviews, you can say, okay, this is where you fit in the business. This is the organizational chart. Here's your staff role and objectives. This is who your manager is. This is what your main role is. This is what your KPIs are. And these are your competence requirements. Let's do a bit of a a training gap analysis, like a a training matrix. Are you good on A, B, C, D, E? Do you need some more assistance here? And you start to give them the attention, the onboarding attention that they need to do the job right in the first place. And it's going to give you the confidence that they know what the task is that they need to do. Okay, and another piece of this is working procedures. Working procedures are, these are instructions, step-by-step instructions, like step-by-step-by-step-by-step instructions on how they get to a specific outcome. Okay, so this is another example. What is the working procedure outcome? And this is what you would write. You would say, this working procedure was created to help you achieve the following outcomes. A, B, C, D. By the end of this procedure, it will walk you through step by step by step to achieve outcome A, outcome B, outcome C. And what resources are required? The the required resources to to achieve the outcomes are, you're going to need this tool, or you're going to need this resource, or you're going to need this access login. It's giving them all the tools that they need to do the job right for you. And that's going to give you the confidence that it's going to get done. Okay. The next thing is then the step-by-step instructions. Okay. Don't assume anything. Don't assume absolutely anything. Be really, really like you're talking to somebody off the street. You should be able to create a document and walk to your outside on the street, pick somebody up and go, could you do this in my, in my business? It doesn't matter what task it is. And if they could do that from not knowing who you are, what you do, what they're expected of, and they could just follow some instructions like an an idiot guide, you can then see that is at the adequate level that anybody in my business can, can, can come in and I can give up that control, right? So, so important. Now, there is some best practices. Creating videos, for example, screen captures are really good because you can go specifically click on this button. If you click on this button, it's going to open up this side of the software that will allow you to perform this operation. Use screenshots and arrows and point specifically. Just because you know where to press and you know where to go and you know how to log in, it doesn't mean that a brand new employee that you've maybe hired knows ex- they, they, they won't know what you're talking about because people are not mind readers. Okay, people are not mind readers. Everything that's in your mind, the creativity, the ideas, everything that you see, like this is, I love it when like, for you in your mind, you're like, okay, I know this task looks like this once it's complete, but that person doesn't know that. So you've got to give them that. Be super specific. Don't assume anything. 
ask your team to contribute. When you're in hiring somebody, say to them, what do you think of this? Is, has it been clear? Have I missed something out? Was there a gap between the first instruction and the second instruction? Was there maybe an instruction that was required in the middle of that? Because that's going to give you, it's going to give the your employee, your virtual system, it's going to give them the, the confidence, it's going to give them the reassurance that they're doing things right for you, it's going to give them the, the, the instructions, the guidance, that they have the competency, they're clear on where they are, and then when they do perform the task, and this is where the most important thing is when it comes to giving up control, when they do perform the task, you know they're going to be, it's going to be done. So this, this is where we use tools like Asana, for example, where you can, you can say that this is a, a task that's required on a weekly basis, on a bi-weekly basis, on a monthly basis, and then every task that comes out, they've then got a working procedure attached to that so they know exactly what the outcome looks like when they've achieved it. And then you, as the business owner, you'll be able to see whether they're on schedule, you'll be able to see what their KPIs are and what the results have been, and ultimately, you can start to give up control and scale your business to the next level. So I wanted to share that with you. I, I, if this has helped, let me know. It would be fantastic for you to comment in the description below. Let me know if um, uh, if you've liked this. I know that by a thumbs up. If you press thumbs up, it does help uh, this, this video in the uh, reach more people. So if you could thumbs up it, let us know what the best part of this video has been. That'd be fantastic. My name is Kev here from LifeSuccessEngineer.com. Um, if you want to learn a little bit more about this, this is a part of the, the, the business systemization mastery program where since 2015, I've followed like these 15 steps to build, okay, the business management, this is what we need to do to manage the business from the organizational chart, from the roles and responsibilities, from the, the appraisals, etc. And then you've got the operations management. How do you actually make sure things are getting done all the time? To the satisfaction that you want. So there's going to be links in the description below. But my name is Kev here from LifeSuccessEngineer.com. I talk all things building businesses online, systemizing your business. So if this has helped, please, again, hit that thumbs up button. I'd love to know exactly what you thought. Um, get giving up control. Get building your business and start achieving the, the ambitions that you have. Take care. Keep taking massive action. And I'll speak to you next time. Thank you for listening to the Life Success Engineer podcast. If you enjoyed this, please take massive action on the strategies and make it happen every single day. If you want to support the podcast, please hit that subscribe button, head on over to iTunes and leave an honest review. I look forward to speaking to you again soon, inspiring you every single day to keep taking massive action in your life and business. Take care.